Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. I'm Pastor Kamisha, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us. Before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. God, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for today, God. We thank you for everything that you've done for us, God, and we're grateful. We're so grateful for who you are, Lord Jesus, for your love for us and your patience with us. You are so gentle and kind. We appreciate you, Lord. Minister to us, Holy Spirit. Teach us to know you. Guide us into all truth. Show us things to come. Strengthen us in our knowledge and understanding of who you are, God, and fullness, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Declare to us your works, God, because they are good and you are good. From the foundation of the world, you've called us to be your children, and we appreciate that honor, Lord, and we just ask you to continue to strengthen us, continue to prepare our hearts for you, continue to guide us in the way that you would have us to go. Watch over our families and our children and our loved ones, Lord God. All of everything that matters to us, Jesus, we commit to you because you're able to keep it. We bless you, we thank you, and we glorify your name, Lord. There's nothing too hard for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Welcome, morning. Welcome, everybody. We're continuing Romans 8, and um, this is going to be a part two, or I should say we're going to reread the same scriptures we did on the previous episode, because there are, as as (laughs) our brother Dean pointed out, it is intense. There, It is loaded. There is so much here. And we're just going to glean as the Holy Spirit gives us and reveals those things to us that we can hear and learn and apply to our lives. So with that, can I get a volunteer to read Romans 8, verses 26 through 33, please? I will. All right, Layla. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, for the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own Son, but delivered him up for us all, How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Amen. Hmm. Amen is right. So we're going to continue and open the floor to each of you to share with the Holy Spirit speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have so we can all learn and grow in the Lord together. So 
And I have to say, we have to open the floor to the Charles first because <laughs> he said I cut him off. Okay. <laughs> Pushed him out of the way. Noted. Point taken. Okay. So, with Charles, please lead the way there, sir. Okay. <laughs> I just have one other point to talk about, verse 26, and we'll go to a different verse. Um, I, what I was listening to. When I was listening to you and Mr. Dean, Molly, I was noticing how you were talking about weakness and the Lord was just reminding me that it is true humility, not false humility. Because I know in my own life, I think, oh, Lord, you just want me to say all these things. But if you don't believe in your heart that Mm -hmm. these things are true, it's not what the Lord is looking for. Because there's been multiple times when I say, oh, man, I'm not as good as you think. But on the inside, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I'm awesome. (laughs) So the Lord is showing that we have to have a true and genuine humility in our hearts as we do the things of the Lord, not looking for the self uh, praise from other people. Self praise from other people. Praising, not self praise, but gain praise from other people. Okay. (laughs) What else? Keep going. Mm -hmm. I might jump in there again. (laughs) 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 And Mr. Dean's holding his lips together. And then I found verse 28 interesting. And the Lord was showing me here is that while he's saying we are called for his purpose, but he's saying that you also must act like it. If you refuse to listen to the Lord as he's telling you to go and do something, you can't expect everything to work out. It's like, um, what is a good example? If mommy and dad told me to go, uh, clean my room and I don't do that, how am I supposed to expect that the room will be cleaned? Mm. That is an insane? Yes. (laughs) Insane thought I'd have in my mind because that makes no sense. The same is true here. If we're not listening to the Lord and just saying, oh, yes, Lord, I heard what you said last Monday. That's good enough. I got it. We can't Mm. move forward inside of what the Lord is trying to get us to do. And it takes a while, like mommy says, we should be able to move forward, not having to backtrack and find the trail again because we went off it. Mm-hmm. Stay with the Lord. Well, there's a key phrase in verse 28. Is, is it okay if I say this? Yes. Can I, can I come in and talk right now? No, I'm just yes. messing with you. I'm just playing, <laughs> sweetheart. Um, there's a key phrase to this. And I think many people in, in their relationship with God have missed this. It says... And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. That doesn't mean just like his ideas. It doesn't mean I go to church on Sunday. How did Jesus say that we would know who loves him? They obey his commandments. If you love me. Say it again now. If you you love love me, me, you'll keep my commandments. So when we, as you were saying, on the track with God and we keep his commandments, all things work together for our good because the Holy Spirit is guiding us according to the, the will of God, which is what we saw in verse 27. He makes intercession for the saints. The intercession is to help keep us on the right track. That's not just to have a nice conversation, right? There's a purpose to it. And he's interceding for us according to the will of God and his intercession is what keeps us while we're in this earth to will and to do the good pleasure of the Lord and to carry out the good works that he's predestined for us to walk in so that that's something we, we glaze over. We like, Oh, we love pizza. We love going to the park. I would love to go to the moon, but as 
you're looking at me with these these furled eyebrows, Layla. But you see how how the language is misused. And so when we come to the scripture and we look at that, we go, oh, those who love God. That means, oh, yeah, I like his ideas. I go to church on Sundays. That means I love God. But the heart, the obedience that comes from our heart is how Jesus said that we could tell. Like this is the measuring God. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And we'll do those things that are pleasing in his sight because we love him. So as we apply the scripture and it says, and to, to those who are called according to his purpose, that means to do what he asked us to do. When we pray your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's not just a fancy saying that that's not. That means I'm here to do your will, O Lord. This is why I've come into this earth, not just to live, but to do the will of God, the father who chose me, who called me, who predestined me, who justified me, who glorified me. I'm coming to do his purpose. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done is how our our master said it in the garden, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we follow his example. I was just going to share the definition of love that's used there. It's okay. agapeo, and um, clearly resonates with what you're saying. And in really depth, uh, is this to love, to wish well, to to take pleasure in, to long for, denotes the love of reason and esteem. Mm. Amen. And breathe it again, Dean. Says to love. Wish well to take pleasure in, mm-hmm. long for, and denotes the love of reason and esteem. Mm-hmm. Clearly, not a love of emotion. No, it's not. It's a love of reason and esteem. <laughs> You're making this face. What's that? What's that about? What are you smiling about over there, LaCharles? Um, I was just thinking about it and how. There's people that say, oh, I love animals until they get tired of them. (laughs) Okay. And the same is true here. But he's saying that is what the definition was implying was that it's a consistent loving of it, not just when it's good. And, oh, man, Lord, we friends. And, (laughs) oh, no, Lord, I don't want to do that anymore because Mm -hmm. it seems too hard or you it seems like you have to give up too much. But he's saying that if you're constantly loving him throughout your life, not just when it suits you mm-hmm. and looks well and good, but when even when there's trials and testations coming, but you still want to go do the will of the Father, that is when everything works out for your good because he makes sure that what you do is rewarded. Amen. And, and what is that, sir? Hey, now. Paul will tell us, the Apostle Paul will tell us, that is our reasonable service of worship. Mm. Yes? Yes. Amen. Doing what we know to do is right, even when it costs. Down to our very life. What we know to do is right because it's what the Lord has commanded and or told us through his Holy Spirit, right? As we were looking at this, um, all right, and we'll build off of some of the scriptures that we went over yesterday, right? Talking about the Holy Spirit. There is, we went over John 16, right? Yes. And there were three things that the Holy Spirit was here for, right? Is here for. Is here for, excuse me. 
Thank you for correcting me, honey. Uh, and that's John 16, verse 8. Now, when you brought up about the uh, having a pet, uh, I thought that was a great example. And I ask, why is it that you wanted this thing? Not you, just in general, right, with your example. But then, all of a sudden, you didn't. Um, seeing that, that you do, there was correct. There are sometimes I think I want something in the moment, which is because I see others within. There's that. And <laughs> say that again as to what within? I see it and I have a desire for it in the moment, but it's not, I, oh man, I need this. It's just, yeah, I see promise with it, so I want it. Okay. Well, that's, that's something different. Well, can I, can I jump in? Yeah, please I, I think most often it's, we want things like that because of how we think they'll make us feel. Mm-hmm. There is that. Yes. And then there's the other side to it. We lack understanding of what the cost is. Everybody, when you brought up having a pet, right, in your, in your example, clearly everything dancing through your mind was all the fun you're going to have with this pet, and you know, you're going to be able to pet it and run around and play fetch came. and whatever else. You know what? Then the cleaning came. <laughs> okay, right. And then you're like, wait, this isn't as fun as I thought. Clean right it, there. feed it. All that. Mm-hmm. So we read in John sixteen eight yesterday, and uh, I'll read out of the complete Jewish Bible because it it helps us to understand. Right? It says when He, that is the Holy Spirit, comes, He will show that the world is wrong about sin, about righteousness, and about judgment. Which goes to exactly the point you were bringing up. There was a lack of understanding given. Or we had a lack of understanding, not mm-hmm. given. We had a lack of understanding, right? And you see that throughout all of Scripture. <clears throat> We've been talking a lot about it, especially when it comes to sin and how just a little leaven, a little sin affected everything and impacts everything in our lives, right? Yes. We thought we understood the law given to Moses, the Ten Commandments. But then Jesus said, no, 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 it's not actually doing the act. It's if you even thought this in your heart. This is how deep this is. Right? Mm-hmm. Showing us or teaching us, giving us a, a new understanding of what he actually meant. The, minds, the mind and the perspective of the Father on this, right? Which clearly was revealed to him by the Holy Spirit, right? So all this is coming from the Holy Spirit. Well, coming from the Father and being disclosed to us through the Holy Spirit, which we established, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and, but that's also the role of the Holy Spirit, to lead us, to guide us, and to teach us, right? I'll just give a few scriptures yes. on that. Because it says very plainly in uh, Romans 8, he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So who is going to disclose that except the Holy Spirit? John fourteen twenty six. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. That's right. And... Bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Amen. Hallelujah. All right? I'm so grateful for that. So he, he's reminding us of all the things that were already, he already spoke them to us. In John 15, 26. When, but when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. And you will also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. 
These things I have spoken to you that you should not be made to stumble. Mm-hmm. So he helps us and gives us that, that way of escape. And there's other scripture that says that very plainly, right? That he provides a way of escape in time of temptation, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And the Apostle John says the same thing in 1 John. 1 John chapter 2, verse 27. But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and is true, and is not a lie, and just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he appears, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. Mm. And if you know that he is righteousness, you know that everyone who practices righteousness is born of him. So I bring this up because it helps us proceed with the next few verses, which ultimately is, if we are practicing righteousness and we already established our righteousness but filthy rags, but he is righteousness. All right? It's also yes. said we are to be conformed to his image. That is, all of this demonstrates what life in the spirit is, what it looks like, and how we are to apply it to our lives. Mm-hmm. All right, Layla. It is your turn. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Waited so, patiently. <laughs> Go ahead, sweetheart. Um, a few devotionals ago, we had talked about um, hope and how faith was essentially like the bow and the arrow and hope was your target. And now we see that our hope, this predestining of God to fulfill his will to be um, justified and glorified later in him as a joint heir with Christ. That's our hope. And we see how God works everything. So we see that we're created in his image and in his likeness. So he put that hope in us so that we would go for it and we had something our faith can um, draw on and we can use to fulfill God's word, to use our faith to get the job done to then make it to the finish line. And you see how it like connects the circle, if you will. God starts it and he finishes it. Mm-hmm. And he puts the steps and the things that we need along the line so that we can continue with him. And I'm glad the Lord does that. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. We would not make it without him. No, we wouldn't. Is, is there anything else you had to say, Le Charles or Layla or Promise? Say something? Oh, please okay. do, sir. Please share. Okay. So the Lord's talking to me about verse 28 where it says, And we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And how the Lord, how some people get mixed up and say, Oh, I don't really have to do anything, and good happens. It the part that made me think about that was where it says, and we know that all things work together. And how, when we think, when you really think about, you're a part of all the things. 
for example, if mommy and dad say I can have dessert and I flop down on the couch, I'm not going to get dessert. Why? Why wouldn't you get dessert? Because I haven't done my job. What is your job exactly? Well, in that instance, I'll be going to go get dessert. <laughs> oh, get, so, okay. So getting yourself to the appropriate place. Because we're not going to serve dessert on the couch. But getting yourself to the table or the counter, right? Yes. And and then just because you showed up there, is, is that it? No, no. You have to get. You actually have to receive the plate, bowl, whatever that has the dessert in it. Yes? Yes. Okay. And then you have to actually. You actually have to put forth the effort to, to consume. Raise the fork or spoon to mm-hmm. your mouth. Open. I don't think most people would consider that effort. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Well, it sounds that right, right? You would you would say, okay, well, that's not effort, right? But then let's look at our own lives. We, we've been going over all these good and perfect things that come from our Heavenly Father. But then as we look at with faith, how many of us haven't received the things that we've asked for because we've lacked or not put forth our faith. We said we've had it. It was like in promises, you know, oh yeah, I have dessert, but then didn't get it. Didn't actually consume it. Didn't actually receive it. That's yes. like the proverb. What is it? This, oh, the sluggard puts his hand to the plate, but it says I don't have enough energy to bring it back to my mouth. Right? Yes. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> but it's ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I'm just saying like the Lord promised all these wonderful blessings and benefits and, and says, you know, of course we have to align our will with his will, right? But if you ask anything in my name and with his will, of course we will receive it, yes? Yes. yes. So how many of us have not put forth the faith enough to receive it? I, I want to say it's a safe bet that all of us at some point in time, whether it's over a few things or many things. But again, these things aren't written to condemn us. They're written so that we can understand, that we can learn, that we can grow, because we don't have to remain in that that space, that spot of not receiving. We can move forward in the things of the Lord. But we think about the the Ethiopian eunuch who was reading Isaiah. So how can I understand this if nobody's there to tell me? Exactly. So there's things that, there are things that God has for us to understand that although we have the Holy Spirit to provide illumination, we also have the body, which is our fellow brothers and sisters, to help illuminate to us the scriptures and help us understand them as well, too. Who the Holy Spirit is working through. It's working not because it through. comes from exactly. the brother and sisters, but the Holy Spirit is working through all of us, right? right. To provide that, because we can't generate it of ourselves. Yeah, in perspective, what I was trying mm-hmm. to connect it to is Absolutely. that you know, we... we we can say, why wouldn't somebody get this? Mm-hmm. But maybe nobody's helped them understand it yet. Or maybe they have a false understanding, which, John, you and I talk a lot about. It's, it's important to unlearn as much as it is to learn. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Paul, who were clearly reading his epistle. Right? That's a perfect example. Right. If you look at Galatians, he says how he, he clearly had learned the word his whole life. He was a Pharisee among Pharisees, and here's all my certifications, qualifications, and all those other things. But then he says how the... The Lord taught him through his spirit, took him out in the, in the wilderness for 14 years. And he had already preached the gospel after he came to Christ three years before that. So it's 17 years. I'm not saying it takes that long for everybody, but that's 17 years of, 
All right. The Lord can do a quick work in people. Uh, absolutely. And, you know, I myself am, am one of those people when he brought me back to him, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, it's a combination of our willingness, our faith and trust in the Lord. And then with that, what we're willing to let go of that we thought we knew. You know, he's got to work some things out of us. It took 40 years to work the, the things out of the children in the wilderness. Why? Because they refused to let go of things. And their words were against the Lord, right? We have to let go of, of things that we thought we knew or misunderstood, as we were speaking earlier, to actually learn the things that are truth. And, and again, we do that through the Holy Spirit, but also mm-hmm. in community like this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're, we're safe to discuss and bring these things up, which is where I'm going to head but probably in the next uh, podcast. So, uh, and I'm just promised that we, did we step over top of you? Did you have more to say there? <laughs> I'm good. You're good? <laughs> okay. All right, well, we'll, we'll pause there for today. That's a good preface there, Dean. So, uh, the next podcast, Dean, you will kick us off, please, brother, and um, the next episode. And... Um, Yes, let's let's go into to what the Lord has put on your heart and in your mind. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay. So, so can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. <laughs> Lord, I just thank you for sending your Holy Spirit to us, Lord, and just thank giving you, him freely, and that we, he can guide us and yes. help direct our steps as we walk along your path, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for giving us this opportunity to study your word and to listen to what you have given to each person individually, Lord, so that way we can continue to learn more about you, Lord, and continue to have a greater understanding of what you have for us in life, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.